Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Through the Wall podcast. Um, another recurring guest on the on the podcast. Another one, no, first recurring guest, but I've, I've been trying to get people to come back on the podcast due to lack of networking skills and organisation. Anyway, my sister is back today. Um, a bit of a, a bit of a shameless shameless plug from me because looking at the analytics the first episode was the most popular one so I'm just I'm just following the algorithm um so hoping that this one's gonna blow up yeah don't take all the credit it was it was so you can't see the video but my sister's like celebrating acting like it was all her um it was the first one, so there was obviously a lot of hype built up around it. But yes, it was a good podcast. Um, and we're back again, not for a conventional podcast format, however. Um, I'll let Sal explain it, but basically her and dad went on an adventure recently and she's just going to talk about it and we're going to have a little little conversation. So... What did you do, Sal, whilst I was slaving away at my dissertation? Hi, Rob, and hi, listeners. Um, yeah, so me and mine and Rob's dad, Morris, went on a recent cycle tour adventure to France. So while Rob was sweating his balls off in London, frantically writing his dissertation, we were sweating our balls off cycling around Brittany and Normandy. So the route we did is called the Tour de Manche. Manche in is the French word for the English Channel. So the route we took went from Plymouth to Roscoff on the ferry, and then cycling along the coast, the north coast of Brittany into Normandy, and then up towards Cherbourg. We then got the ferry back from Cherbourg to Poole, and then cycled home to Exeter that way. Um, it was quite a long trip. It's the longest one I've ever done. And it took us 12 days to do the route. All in all, it's about 700 to 800 miles of cycling. And we weren't really focused on distance that we were covering. In fact, our average speed and the distance we covered was so poor on the first day that we both looked at the route and thought we weren't ever going to make it back to Cherbourg in time for the ferry. We started looking at trains and where we would have to get a train from. Our average speed on the first day was oh, it's a bit embarrassing, really, but it was only 13 kilometres an hour, which Rob... 13 kilometres yeah, an hour? You run that fast, Rob. You could have kept up yeah, with Yeah, wait, us. hang on a minute. <laughs> let, me, let, me get my, let me get my little pace calculator up. 13, not miles, kilometres. 13 kilometres an hour. Yeah, that's like... Eight mile an that's hour. Like, like four, that's like four... 4.30 kilometre pace or like 7.25 mile yeah. pace. Yeah, that's that's an easy run. But I, I probably could have kept up for the, the, the whole time, <laughs> like the whole trip, because I'm guessing you sped up a bit at some point. Yeah, yeah. Down the hill. Down sh- the surely you stuff, cycled faster but... than... Like 13 kilometres, that's like nearly falling off your bike slow. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'd, have thought, I'd have thought, you know, at the start of the trip, I'd have thought the slow pace would have come towards, towards the, end, the end. You know, when you get tired and you're full of you're full of croissants and, yeah. and beer. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't we expect got it to be. I just thought you'd have been like out the gates, you know, <laughs> out of Roscoff and just like blazing like the Tour de France peloton. We actually got faster as we fueled up with croissants and beer and pastries. Um, was that a, was that a guilty subconscious of oh my god <laughs> i just ate like four croissants for breakfast i need to cycle x amount of miles today between the two so i can sleep at night <laughs> between the two of us we averaged one whole brioche loaf over which took, lasted us two days between the two of us brioche loaf like the size of like a normal loaf yeah of bread. yeah like a 400 gram 500 gram brioche loaf uh, lasted us two days two days we were only having it for breakfast as well 
<laughs> I was going to say, was it a breakfast, lunch, and dinner thing, or it was just breakfast? Just breakfast yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. But it was great because the amount of activity well, that we were doing meant that we could just eat whatever we wanted, and that's my favourite kind of activity: eating, not cycling, obviously. That, but <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm I'm exactly the same. Like, I've I've never been. I'm not very disciplined with how much I eat. Mm. So I've never been able to sort of like control or limit it or stick to a certain number of calories or whatever. Yeah. I tried my fitness pal for a bit, but I just like endless, like pr- plugging in, I'd had like three bowls of Cheerios that day. I felt a bit like, oh, maybe, maybe I should lie to my fitness pal just to, just to keep the, the calories down. So and then as soon as you're lying, I've never been good at as it. As soon as you're lying to the, it's Yeah, pointless. it's just defeating the whole object yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've never been good at, at, at counting calories. And that's one of the great things about running is I'll get back from a run and I'm just like, just have whatever I want. I don't even have to like think about it. I just stuff my face. Oh, another bowl of cereal here or a, a bag of sweets here like it's it's yeah it must have been well you you needed to eat as much as you did while you're yeah. away you must have been knackered when you got back because how long was it two two weeks just under two weeks yeah it? 12 days it took us yeah Oof. yeah and it wasn't like you got back to the UK and I was like, oh, we're home. You got back to Poole and I just cycled back to Exeter. Yeah. And that that must have been tough. Actually, that section from Poole back to Exeter was the toughest bit we had to do. And the whole route, like yeah. Brittany and Normandy were actually yeah. pretty flat. Brittany, there were some fairly okay. hilly bits, but the hilly sections were, the hills were super short and well spaced out. So although it slows you down a bit, it wasn't completely, didn't completely derail us. But then from Pool back to Exeter, that bit through... Devon Hills. Well, that bit through Dorset was the worst bit. Coming mm. back from Honiton to Exeter through the Devon bit was, was fine, but Dorset was the worst. There was one hill where both me and Dad got to the top and had a WTF moment at the top. Like, <laughs> both looked at each other, like... What look? What was what that? Was that? Just I got the route out. I got. The, I finished. I got to the top of that hill because my gears on my bike don't go as low as Dad's. So Dad's able to no. drop his gears super low and just spin his legs spin up, up to the top of the hill. I was having to absolutely bust a gut to get to the top of these <laughs> fully loaded up, fully out. loaded up front panniers, rear panniers, rack on the top, like everything, and I'm having to blitz it up these hills to get to the top with my big gears and I got to the top and the first thing I did is I got my phone out to check the route because I was like I bet dad's brought us the bloody wrong you're way in, I was like in such, such disbelief. disbelief that this was because he'd looked at the route like, that, that can't have been he'd looked at the route that morning and the way he described it was oh you know a few rolling hills maybe a couple of steep sections here and there but mostly okay until we get to the big hill which was the Collison Hill, which we hadn't even got to by that point. And I was just in complete disbelief that this was the way, the correct way. I just didn't believe it. So first thing I did was got my phone out to double check. Unfortunately, it was the right way. It was. Yes. So you should you should know by now that, that, that Dad likes to, likes to tone down the reality of, <laughs> of especially like adventures. Yes, oh like, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Jack's rake? Yeah, I do. I mean, that wasn't entirely Dad's. Doing, no, that was Granddad. How how old were we? Just tell the story briefly. How old well, I think were we? Like you were about eight. I were, was. I was. You were a baby. Um, you were about. I was literally a baby. Eight or nine, and I was probably twelve or thirteen then. And twelve, thirteen. And what, what was it in the Yorkshire Dales? No, it's in the Lake District, I think. Um, Lake District. Yeah, it's a scrambling route. It's pretty much a grade one or grade two scramble i've just recently been to north wales and done some grade one scrambles up triffin and uh along the glidders and they um they were just as hard as jack drake and i can't believe that dad took us up it when we were (laughs) that young um it 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 started out as a war yeah 
and then we climbed up a scree slope it just turned into, into that gully you, you, it's just like you walked it's just like you walked onto a rock face yeah we were in a gully and, climbing up this you know, rock face <laughs> no but then it, it opened up didn't it yeah because i distinctly remember maybe maybe my brain from the trauma has like over exaggerated the experience in my mm. head but from what I remember, I remember it being like a, a sheer, a sheer drop. Was so there not, were sections. Maybe because I was really there small. There were sections where you got a bit of exposure, but mostly you were in this fairly, fairly safe gully. But it, there were some sketchy bits, definitely. I remember. Didn't we all cry and have apples at the <laughs> You three all cried. I thought, was it, was, that just I thought me? it was the best thing ever and was... Was was there an apple involved? I'm pretty sure. I had I'm an pretty apple. sure. I think Dad I was in a. It was in a. I was in a state of shock. Mm, you and mum. And yeah. So never, never, never take what dad yeah. says an adventure is going to entail at face Moral value. Moral of the story: Don't trust dad. Pro- yeah. Yeah, because it's probably <laughs> not true. So, were there any more horrific? How what like gradient was that climb, or was it just a really long one, or just a steep? It one? was super steep and super long. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the gradient, but it was, you know, it was steep enough. <laughs> there weren't too many other... And also, like, yeah, like the motivation at that point as well must have oh, been like... Oh, definitely. From, I, I, I'd have sucked at that part because it was a holiday and the holiday part is the abroad bit in France. Yeah. 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 And then... The abroad to home is just the travelling, the return journey. Yeah. Not that's not still part of the holiday. Yeah, we both. So having to then cycle back. Oh, I didn't we just... both had a moment like that. So we'd cycled. We'd had a pretty slow start on the penultimate day. Um, we actually, it was a very nice day. We met lots of other cyclists on the route we were doing met a guy on a recumbent bicycle so one where he sat down low to the ground um and he was doing a long distance cycle tour he'd been to holland so we cycled with him for a while and chatted with him and then as we came into dorchester we got invited back to a gentleman's house for a cup of tea he'd been out for a morning bike ride so we stopped there for about an hour and had a cup of tea and a chat which was very nice but it really? yeah 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 but it meant that we were quite slow getting going and then we yeah. both of us were getting quite frustrated because in our heads we were like oh it's so close to home let's just smash it out in a day let's just get back like why are we stopping all this kind of stuff but we found a lovely campsite that evening and we were debating whether or not to stop there and i'm so glad we did because the hilly section, the really, really bad hills were after, literally straight after that campsite. And we didn't oh, really? see another campsite our whole way home, like another one signposted. So we'd have had to have come off. Oh, so you'd have been... Yeah, we'd have been stuffed. You'd have been... And also... You'd have been yeah, stuffed then, wouldn't you? We were so close to just, like, going, oh, no, let's just press on, let's get home. Uh, so we're lucky we didn't really, because we'd have been in a whole heap, yeah, a whole heap of trouble if that had happened. So, you, yeah, you yeah. don't want the end of a cycle tour to be no, like exactly. the longest day, and do you? We've treated it like a holiday the whole way round, so we hadn't been too focused on daily mileage or what average we were doing, all that well, kind of stuff. I saw on your reel you posted on Instagram there was more, there was more drinking and eating in cafes and pubs than there was cycling i don't know if that was just uh that was the representation that the real gave off but from what i saw it was just you were just doing a tour of lovely cafes and pubs pretty much yeah for two weeks yeah. or so yeah I can tell you all the yeah. best places so... to go for a pastry and a beer in Brittany and normandy now <laughs> It's very nice. What was the what was the best one you had then? Um, the, pastry. The best, the best pastry. pastry best pastry I had was an apricot croissant in a town called Veer, 
that was lovely. That featured on the on the reel that I made. Yeah, I did it. Mm. Did you did you bring any any back? What pastries? Your pastries were just like food or no, nice food. No, we didn't bring any. The food didn't survive very well because it was so hot. We because you ate it. And we ate it all. Yeah, we were very hu- very hot and very hungry. So <laughs> none of the food survived more than about six hours. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we ate it all. Sorry. You could have. You could have like attached a mini fridge with like a bungee cord. Dad had that exact suggestion your... as we were cycling around, and I said, "If you want to do that, you're going to have to carry it. I'm not carrying a bloody fridge all the way around France." You wouldn't. You wouldn't carry a fridge round full of lovely pastries for mum. No, definitely not. Awful. I've, I mean, mum's only on episode one still, but. In about three years' time, by the time she gets to this episode, she will, she will be, she will have the truth revealed, what? and she'll resent me because I didn't bring her back a soggy crust. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> so oh dear, no, I um, I don't, I so on Instagram, I don't follow all these like food pages and stuff because. I just think I know I know you you've got it all on your feed and I know other people that do and it's like oh that looks so nice but I just look at them and think well it just makes me want to eat it and I know I can't eat it because I'm not there do you see Mm -hmm. what I mean and seeing that reel of yours I was there like oh god those those pastries looked like to die like the apricot ones are my favorite yeah the they're really good shall i tell you they're so i'll nice. tell you the best stop we had though we had a a day where so while there was a heat wave across the whole of europe we were cycling in probably 32 to 35 degree heat and you got maybe a couple of hours in the morning where it was manageable like it was only 28 degrees or whatever but then by about 10 o'clock, the sun got higher and you were just getting cooked in the oven, basically. Um, and we had a day where we'd been, we'd cycled all morning and we were looking for a lunch stop um, and we couldn't really find anywhere. And we came across this tiny little town. We had to climb up a massive hill to get mm. to this town. And it was on a crossroads, tiny little place on a crossroads and there was a little bakery and we went in the bakery and we bought two massive quiches each and like a bagel stuffed full with like ham, cheese, hard-boiled eggs, salad, tomatoes, the whole works. We got our, mm. we'd taken camping chairs on our cycling tour, nice lightweight Helinox camping chairs, um, which were excellent. I recommend if anyone's interested in adventuring and cycle touring and all that kind of stuff, they were an absolute game changer. Not having to sit in the dirt every time we got to a campsite camp, and eat yeah. our dinner like was just Honestly, such a pleasure. Camp, camp, camping chairs are the most underrated piece of yeah. kit for when you're like camping on a holiday or an adventure. Like even even on the even on a beach, I'd argue. Yeah. You know, mum's got that one. Yeah. That mm. one she likes. And like, yeah, just lying down on the ground, whether it be in a camp or on a beach, just gets like... It gets old really quickly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah and obviously because I'm really inflexible, like, <laughs> I, I can just lie down. I can't cross my legs and sit up or anything. Mm. You so should work on that. It's either lying down... It's either like, yeah, I know, whatever. Anyway, it's either like lying down flat for me or camping yeah. chair. So but the camping chairs were essential camping chairs. at this stop because there was nowhere to sit. Yeah. So we got our camping chairs out and sat in the shade of this building and we were sat right by, Ooh. it's like a main road, lor- massive lorries streaming past to get to Cherbourg. Um, and we sat down like cycling cycling nomads and scoffed our quiches and scoffed our bagels and then when the sun started to peek around the side of the building we were sheltered in under the shade and the sun was catching us we were like oh it's time to go um cycled (laughs) on and then we had another stop that same day where we were pretty exhausted very hot and sweaty and we got to the supermarket that we were getting 
dinner from before we went to our campsite and we couldn't face cycling on straight away so we picked up all our food for dinner and then got ourselves I got got ourselves bottles of orangina massive like totally ripe chilled nectarines and dad was desperate for a bar of chocolate we hadn't had any chocolate all holiday because it was too hot to have chocolate so we Wait, how far into the holiday was this at that? Oh, this is like day there? nine, day eight or nine. Day, he must he must have been on the verge of death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't coping too his well. His withdrawal either, symptoms. But... His withdrawal symptoms must have been awful. <laughs> yeah. So we stopped. What 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 chocolate did you get? Uh, it was Lindor extra milk. Oh, yeah. That's really refreshing. I know. We, I know previous on the podcast we've had the dark chocolate milk chocolate debate mm. but and we would normally go for I dark chocolate say... but we wanted to just like scoff it yeah. and enjoy it because we were at it in we mm. sat down and also... under the shade of a tree in the supermarket car park and just well, next just... this orangina smashed down this chocolate and then <laughs> rounded it off with the French like, people walking past got absolutely like, covered in sticky what nectar is, and what juice is, what is what is these English yeah. doing over there <laughs> Oh, but it was that was those were our best oh stops. Goodness. Our best stops, honestly, that day. Yeah, yeah. Quiche is by the side of the lorry road, and chocolate and nectarines what, in the supermarket like, car park. Sorry, you were just like just like clawing this quiche into yeah. your. We were that hungry oh. and that tired. <laughs> no, no, not even like a spork or no. anything. Didn't no, need to. You no could just hold on. You could just, just hold on to them, and like the pastry was good enough. You could just like it wasn't falling apart in our hands. Oh, it wasn't like a flaky, soggy one. It was no, like... they were no soggy bottoms here. It was it was sturdy. Yeah. Sturdy. Mary Berry would have been impressed. All right, okay. Yeah. What What did you get? Like quiche Lorraine, or I had a goat's cheese and chicken quiche, and Dad had a roasted vegetable quiche. Yeah, they were both really yummy. That's that sounds that sounds a bit nicer. Our goat's cheese is just too much for me. It it tastes too much like like goat the insides of a goat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know why. There's just there's a difference between like cheese that's made from cow's milk is all right, but cheese made from goat's milk just I don't know. It just feels like I I don't know. I can't, I can't explain. So it. that as a this I or that on your. It. Do you know what I mean though? Don't no, you? I love goat's cheese. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. You can love it, but you can still be aware of the fact that it is just there's just a certain. Well, yeah, it's come. The milk comes from a different animal, Rob. Thing. Yeah, I know, but I feel like goats are just not dirty. <laughs> but <laughs> you need to put that as a this this just or like, that on your this Instagram. or that. Goat's cheese or cow's cheese. Oh. Yeah, like this, yeah, you know, goat cheese comes in like the similar thing that, like, I don't know, like a tube of like brie, yeah, milk, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Brie is so much like softer and cream. I guess goat cheese is cream as well. It's just really strong. It's just it is really, quite a strong really flavor. Strong. I'll grant you that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can smell it. That's goat's cheese before you even had mm-hmm. it, but. You've been um you've been doing adventures before this, haven't you? Yeah. So you we haven't we did the podcast before you um you did the Croyd triathlon. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we went Which I argue was a tougher day for me than it was for you. <laughs> you were recovering. You were recovering, weren't you? Uh, no, recovery didn't start to the day after, Sal. That was survival. <laughs> survival. There was no... You were an absolute... My body wasn't ready to recover You were an point. absolute trooper. So... I was so impressed, honestly, when I had to wake you up. So some context for your listeners, shall I provide yeah, some? Yeah, give, give, give the okay. context. Give the so context. So I've had Rob... This is terrible, terrible planning from you, by the way. I, hey, Absolutely we terrible. pulled it off. I got a great result. I came top 10 Actually, in my no, wait, no. I'm, I'm... So... Yeah, okay, it was a great day for you, not for me. <laughs> Let, I'm going to say the contest again. Okay. I've had a bone to pick with you on this. So, Sal, um, obviously in summer, the, over the summer, I've had to write a dissertation. I haven't been on holiday or anything. So, Sal 
comes with the proposition, the lovely proposition of joining her for the Royal Navy Summer Ball down at um, Devonport in Plymouth. So I think, oh, wow, that'd be really nice. Get dressed up, you know, have a nice evening. I was really happy that she'd chosen me as like her plus one or something because there are a lot of other people closer to home that she could have gone with, like her friends and stuff. Um, but I get there. Not only do I find out that um, Sal's got to be up at, what was it, 4am? Yeah, at 4am the next morning to drive two hours to Croyd to do a triathlon. Yep. Um, so I found that out. And then I also found out that she'd invited about, what was it, like 22 people? Yep, pretty much. Yeah, so... I wasn't a plus one. I was a plus one of plus twenty-two. <laughs> so um, that kind of diminished the, the 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 diminished the magic of the invite. I oh, guess. I'm sorry, um, but you know, it was it was it was it was a great yeah. night. Um, everything was free. Everything wasn't free. I'd paid for your ticket that was all inclusive, so yeah. everything was free for you. Okay. But... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. All inclusive then, if you mm. will. But I just took I got, full advantage of the I open got carried bar. away. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, it was food as yeah. well. I I ate I ate way too much. I drank way too much. It you was got in at two o'clock in the yeah. morning, and two hours later, your sister's poking you awake, saying, "Get in the car. We need to go." <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't get in at two. I got in at, like, half two. Probably. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think I slept, really. My head was spinning. So, for, yeah. So, it, it was a lovely evening. It was, yeah. Um, you didn't really drink. No. So, the onus was on me to make the most of the two exactly. tickets. I think I did. Yeah, I, you did a, you did a cracking did. job at doing that, Ruth. But you paid for it the next two day. Two things I remember you saying. Two things I remember you saying was, "Is that another slice of pizza?" And is that another drink? <laughs> two things I remember I you I saying. I said it more than once throughout yeah. the night. <laughs> yeah, there's constantly. Like, is that another one? Yeah, yeah. And I, I got to the point I nearly called you out on him. What, what, what are you supposed to do? That they're 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 providing this for you. This is what you're meant to do. You're meant to eat lots and drink lots. But yeah, there was a there were like rides there as well. Weren't yeah, there? yeah, we went on the twister a couple of Which times. Which I was, I wasn't too, I, I wasn't really aware of how much I'd eat and drank until you got on before the... before the group decided, hey, let's go on these rides. So mm. yeah, I, that was poor planning from me. Um, there was a what was that awful one? The one where I was screaming. The twister. Little yeah, the girl, twister. Yeah. yeah. The twister. Oh, my God. We won it twice. We did, we? yeah. And I got off the second time, was so disorientated and drunk. Mm. Um, I fell into, what? what's the dude's name? The 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 big cheese guy. Oh, the, the colonel. big, big cheese he yeah. was an army colonel. <laughs> yeah, fell into him. He took it with he good humour, to be fair. I think he was probably just as drunk yeah. as you. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Because I was so drunk, I just went, sorry, mate. <laughs> Lucky you survived. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm. Awful, awful behaviour from me. Um, but so Sal, Sal dipped. Oh, I've got a triathlon in the morning. I was in bed at midnight. I had a yes, great night. Well up. So while Sal was in bed at midnight, I was on the dance floor just drinking and singing. Well, not singing, shouting. Yeah. Um, and then I basically just didn't want to think about the next morning. No. <laughs> I didn't want to, in I complete didn't want to denial. think about it at all. Yeah, I was just in denial that it was going to happen. And then sort of like <laughs> left, walked, walked back up to your your place 
um, it sort of dawned on me. I sort of checked my phone. It was like quarter past two, and I thought, oh, and I sort of <clears throat> took some time to assess what damage had been done, and I came to the conclusion that I was pretty, I was pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't drunk any water at all, so I thought tomorrow is going to be a struggle. Um, and it was, yeah. <laughs> Four a.m. wake up was yeah. It? I I genuinely, I was so, like, I was in such a bad way in the morning. Still, obviously, really drunk. Yeah, cause when you got in the car. The alcohol, alcohol hadn't worn off. I, I Walking from um, yours to the car was was dreadful. I, I, I thought I was going to, like, fall over. Oh, no. Got in the car... Yeah, it was, it was really bad. Got in the car. <laughs> so I did feel really bad because you were you were like driving to a triathlon. I wanted to like stay up with you and <laughs> stay up because it was bloody bloody morning. People were waking up, um, but I just I fell asleep. Yeah, that was fine. Out like a light. I remember. <laughs> Out like a light. I woke up. Woke up. Felt no better. No. <laughs> felt equally as shit. Yeah. Yeah, was was I was I well behaved in the car? When you I was were asleep? really well behaved in the car when you were asleep. Was I like sloshing a around little. or anything? Because you were driving around country lanes. Yeah, I was racing a little bit to get there on time, but we you were fine. You didn't smash your head against the window or anything. So yeah, it got hot as well, didn't it? Early on, it in the day. did. That was a very hot day, actually. I um I remember leaving you. And you, we parked up and I got all my kit out and I was getting ready. And I came to say goodbye to you and just let you know I was coming, I was going to be leaving. And you were insistent almost on coming down to watch me start. And I just said, no, Rob, you <laughs> all the way down a massive hill, felt, all the way down I've, a massive I've hill felt. to the beach for the swim start. And you'll have to climb all the way back yeah. up again. I said, I've left your bottle of water cracks the window open so you don't die like a hot dog in a car it's literally like leaving you hung over dog in the car yeah that's what it felt like yeah and then i went and did a it was, it was in the baking heat and you ate donuts from the donut stand yeah it wasn't pretty though, <laughs> so my my argument my argument here yeah. is i'd almost rather have done a sober triathlon than, than had to do what I yeah. did on a raging hangover that day because there was no escape from the no. heat, okay? So I was either... I couldn't stay in the car past, like, 10 a.m. Yeah. because it was just so hot in there. The sun was beaming in on it. I I just felt I was going to explode. And, like, the water had all heated up from the car. Yeah. So I was... And, you know, alcohol sweats pouring down my face. Yeah. And they're drinking this, like like... Not even like warm, properly warm like water. Halfway to being halfway to being boiled, <laughs> like it's shower water, pretty much. I'm drinking this shower water, and I'm like, oh, no, I can't be in here. I feel like such a like cretin. I'm gonna get some fresh air, go down to the like sort of like not like base camp area, yeah, yeah. if you will. Transition. Love lovely views. Obviously, Croyd is a beautiful place. Yeah, the Croyd Triathlon um, is absolutely stunning. You have to work bloody hard for it but yeah. the views are incredible the views yeah. are incredible um one thing i wish i had that day sunglasses because just even even keep my eyes open yeah. was a struggle from the hangover let alone the 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 heat and stuff and there was no shade to sit and that was the that was the big thing i couldn't find any shade so i i, I woke up about 10 a.m you'd already started i was all right compose myself go and get some food and i guarantee you i was the only person there with a hangover as yeah well. definitely <laughs> there's, a there's a load of like fitness people and families there and i just felt like oh, i just felt like so out of place yeah. i feel like i should not be there i feel like i was dragging down the, the event <laughs> just like there's a families there supporting their like mums and dads yeah. and a load of like fitness friends and stuff and i'm just there like <sighs> like can i have a donut and a coffee yeah. please <laughs> and yeah it was it was awful i managed to see you 
You did, um, yeah. In the transition from bike to run, bike to yeah. run, you didn't. You did not notice me. I could have just stayed in the car. <laughs> I was like, so, so, go, so, go, woo. That did energize me a bit. Seeing you, I saw. I sort of was feeling sorry for mm. myself at this point. Yeah, I'd been walking around in the heat for like two yeah. hours, and I was like, Ugh, abandoned God, by your awful. sister. Who's and then I and then I saw I then I saw yeah. you like working hard, and I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, that's that's what it yeah. actually looks like to 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 make a to have it be exerting yourself genuinely instead of just suffering from a hangover. So I saw you and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, go on, yeah, woo!" And you didn't even you just looked around confused. <laughs> you probably forgot I you probably <laughs> forgot you brought me with you forgot because you I hadn't I hadn't been there for most of it. Yeah, I forgot I was there watching yeah. you. So yeah, I saw saw Sal then. Um, Probably at the early stages and then of the finish then. from the run. Yeah. Oh yeah, I felt a bit sick after I showered at you. Yeah. <laughs> I had to tone it down a bit. I was like, okay, yeah, Rob, <laughs> measure yeah. yourself here. <laughs> measure yourself. You don't want you don't want Sal to finish a triathlon and then someone come up to about. Oh, are you Sally Elphick? Yeah, your brother's in the back of the ambulance at the minute. Um, yeah, we're pumping his yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look good at the minute. <laughs> That's what I that thought. No, I can't do that to her. I can't. I can't be in a worse state than her after she's finished a triathlon. I was like, come on, Rob, like slap myself, like get yourself together. And then for for your run part, I was fine. Yeah. I was like chilling out, supporting other people. Mm. But the finish for the run yeah. is it's just like it's down a really drop, isn't it? it's steep yeah. downhill and it's a field as well because it's, it's, a, it's a coastal coastal path run yeah, isn't yeah. it coastal path run and finishes on a massive down stretch i mean i've done the run section because yeah. we did the family triathlon a couple of years before as a relay dad didn't we did the, that you yeah it was a relay you did the swim dad did the bike i did yeah. the run and even running down there after the run was like your legs were like oh i can't imagine I'd, if I was doing a triathlon, I'd just roll yeah. down Lots the end of people that. I don't do. know how. You just yeah, nearly I don't fall know over. How these people get to the end of a triathlon and still run. I don't know how their legs work yeah. after that. Because what what distance was it? It was like a 12k run. Yeah, so it was a standard distance triathlon. But So the swim is 1.5 kilometres. The, the bike was 38 kilometres for the Croyd Loop, where normally it's 40 kilometres. And then they took the two kilometres that the cycle was shortened by and added it to the run, which isn't comparable at all, but that's the way they decided that, to do that it. That is cruel. So the run is that 12k is so as opposed to 10k, which it normally is in a standard distance triathlon. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite a tough one. That's brutal. It's pretty brutal, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. But, and oh, and then, and then what made it even worse was not only was I feeling sorry myself for the hangover, it dawned on me that um, I'd left my laptop back in Plymouth oh, yes. at Sal's place. Uh-huh. Um, bearing in mind, like I need it, I needed it for my dissertation. I, I couldn't really go without it for an extended period of time. Mm. So I thought I, I was, I was really panicking at this point. I was thinking, oh shit! Like Sal's just driven me to Croyd. I've not been of any help at all, like setting up or getting her gear down and organised. Yeah, I've just been a lazy bastard, just asleep, dealing with a hangover. She's she's doing this amazing triathlon at the minute. And I've just realised that I've forgotten my laptop in Plymouth. And I'm thinking, how the how the hell am I going to slide it in and be like, oh, Sal, well done on the triathlon, I'm so proud of you. By the way, we're going to have to go back to Plymouth um after this because i left my laptop and i just thought oh, there's no way i'm gonna do it so we finished the triathlon you you took a bit of time to to gather yourself yeah, yeah. didn't you it was a bit of a while before we could muster yeah. the energy to go back to the car for both of us mm. to be honest um my hangover went away after yeah. you finished i think i i had enough time to recover by then and then we get back to the car and we're helping get your stuff back into the to the mm-hmm. boot. And I just go, I've got something that 
I need to tell you. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, I know. You left your laptop in. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know? And you were like, you were like, I sort of it on the run. And I was like, why are you thinking about that on the run section of a triathlon? That's like the last section. You should just be thinking of finishing. Yeah. Not, oh, my dumb hungover brother left his laptop back in Plymouth. Yeah. So don't worry yeah I'm kind of glad you already I'm kind of glad you already realized because I was like oh god I hope you're not gonna be like what the yeah. fuck? Like, <laughs> oh my god you idiot you blithering idiot I was like oh, sorry. <laughs> um but we didn't end up going back that day no we? we uh we cut our losses drove back to Exeter and I went and picked your laptop up for you didn't I so yeah <clears throat> thank you it's no problem I mean that that journey back yeah Oh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I have not forgotten. Yeah, about so after that. only four hours, it was four um... hours sleep and a triathlon, and then getting back in the car in the baking heat to drive back to Exeter, I was a little bit feeling a little bit snoozy. Um, and yeah, might have had some near misses on the way <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> It was that meme you sent I was me genuinely like that cracked me up. <laughs> oh yeah, I, did, I sent you. I sent you something, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna try and find it. Basically, <clears throat> Sal was just um, not drifting off. You didn't actually. No, I didn't fall know. asleep or anything. But it was just I was struggling to keep my eyes open, were... wasn't I? And yeah, we were um, veering, if you will. <laughs> veering <laughs> yeah that, how it feels to drive on three hours yeah sleep, that one. <laughs> it just takes off <laughs> maybe mum and dad yeah, shouldn't listen bit, to this um, podcast rob <laughs> it was a bit um it was a bit hey if i wasn't desperately hung over and i was insured on your car i could have see this is the thing this is why i felt so unhelpful because normally you know you'd have done the driving if you do a triathlon or something yeah. Yeah, someone else does the driving for yeah. you. You just have to do the event that you've signed up to do, yeah. not just dragging me along for the ride and me not. I was helpful at the end. You were, and to be fair um, to you, you bought me an apple donut, which was absolutely delicious, and I devoured in short yeah. order. The more impressive thing is, the more impressive thing is, I managed to not eat it. <laughs> what before I'd finished? Because I was like, I need sugar. I, I need I need sugar to wake up. That was the only thing that was going to wake mm. me up. Like the coffee, just like just didn't sit well with the hangover. Yeah. But yeah, despite blabbing on about my hangover and feeling sorry for myself, mm. you did a triathlon in unbelievable temperatures. Yeah. Um four hours sleep barely any sleep and didn't you say you finished top 10 in your in my age group yeah amazing yeah, I was quite I was amazing. very pleased like, with that result yeah. yeah I mean imagine if you'd have had I mean I know sleep before the night before an event doesn't really make a difference mm. but imagine if you'd have had like a really good night's sleep someone else had driven you yeah. to this event you know, the prep had been better than it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. And like, w- watching it, watching triathlons, and it goes the same for like marathons and stuff. When you watch it and you see all these people taking part in it, it really is an an inspiring thing. I mean, I can't swim for shit. <laughs> we know this. It's been established. Yeah. But watching the quad triathlon, I was like, I wasn't even worried about the fact I can't swim. I was like, I want to do, I want to do a triathlon at yeah. some point. They're, they're... It just, it just, it's just, it's just such a cool thing, isn't it? They're lovely events. That I really, really enjoy them. I love the fact that they are, you know, they encompass all of, you know, some of my top favourite activities into one thing. Um, the organization for them is always spot on um, and there's such a range of people that enter them so from the super competitive ones down to the people who are just doing it to complete it and to have a fun morning out or a fun day out or whatever Um, yeah well (laughs) their idea of there are people who do the swim they swim breaststroke in triathlon and then you know which is much slower than 
you swim if you swim front crawl. And harder. Yeah, and harder. Yeah. Um, I mean, all swimming's hard to me, so it's not a very. But they're very. It's not a very good. They're opinion. very accessible events, I think, for for people. Mm. It's an expensive sport because there's a lot of kit. And you've got to, you know, it soon racks up. But they ultimately there's a lot of smoke and mirrors about all the kit and equipment. Like all you really need is a swimming costume bike and helmet and running shoes and that's it Mind everything you, else yeah. is yeah there's a lot there's a lot of like extras they promote, yeah massively massively stuff, but... yeah triathletes love their gucci kit they're but... um like triathlons are just they're like it's like a whole celebration isn't it yeah like yeah, yeah. you know all the all the tents that are there and it's just really really cool yeah. And like it's humbling to see just such a wide range of people all doing, out doing it. the same thing. Yeah, it's, that's um, what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see the like proper competitive people come through yeah. first, but uh, arguably, I don't. Whilst you can appreciate mm-hmm. it, I don't find it the most impressive. Like when I watch London Marathon. Yeah. I saw the the first groups go through, and it's like, wow, that's like forty kilometers in yeah. to a marathon, mm. and they look fresh as anything. They look so comfortable. Yeah. They look so smooth. But what I found more impressive was later on in the day, walking further down the course, and seeing the people doing it for charity mm. who have been running for over four hours. Yeah. And it's just like how like yeah. that's incredible. Like you're not you're you're not a runner. You've signed up for this, you've trained mm. for it, but it's not like a passion of yours, if you see yeah. what I mean. But you've entered this event, you've raised money, yeah. you've trained for it, you've put you've invested time and energy into it, and now you're conquering this event. It's just like I find it far more impressive than watching like the top um the top people it's very inspiring do quick times yeah. and stuff it is so inspiring yeah, yeah. isn't it i've do you know what i really want to do a sporting event probably not a triathlon because i can't really do it in fancy dress but i just want to do something in fancy mm-hmm. dress i just i love i i think the fact that society tells us fancy dress is only for halloween is the biggest the biggest fraud ever like fancy dress should just be uh much more regular occurrence i think it's yeah. great what would your what would your it. fancy like, dress you know, outfit you... of choice be if you were to you could i tell you what you could do in fancy dress is an ultra marathon what? if you wanted Ooh. to push yourself yeah but mm. <laughs> you, mm. you sound skeptical yes and no mm. yeah because the whole point of fancy dress is people see you in it. <laughs> no one's going to see you and in an ultra If you're if you're running up a if you're running up a mountain in a banana suit, that is true. That is true. You know, you sort of think, what the what the hell am I doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you look around. There's a sheep going me. Maybe go back to the drawing like, board. Yeah, for I know, one. mate. I look like a I look like a twat. But what would your fancy dress? But, no, like a a marathon. What would your fancy dress outfit be? Well, it depends. It's the thing because if you're going as a as a group yeah. or like two of you you do can theme. you can do themes and mm. stuff i don't i don't really i've not really thought of fancy dress on my own but like every time halloween comes around i'm always brainstorming ideas yeah. like duos mm. re- some duos i really want to do um wallace and gromit yeah i think that would be incredible and tom and jerry oh, definitely I think Tom and Jerry would be good to do as a marathon because you're like chasing each other. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I rate yeah. that. In all the photos, so, like the yeah. event photos, you'd have like oh Jerry God, and then yeah. like Tom Just in the have back. Jerry in the front <laughs> and then Tom chasing him. It would just be brilliant. Um, be I don't know what I'd do mm. on my own. I kind of like the idea. You know the ones where it's like you put your legs in it, but it's it you appears to be like oh i can't explain I know the it ones you mean do you know the you ones wear i the mean costume and wear 
it looks like an alien is like carrying you and abducting you or something because you've got yeah. legs, legs <laughs> hanging at the front of your yeah. costume that hanging look like the they're your legs the but they're not your legs yours yeah. are in the back of the costume <laughs> I, find, I find them so they're funny. really entertaining I find them so yeah. funny so i probably do yeah that. yeah i definitely wear one of those that would be great yeah yeah sounds but... quite a path <laughs> I, d- I don't think it's an option for triathlons, is it? No, because you've got to wear a wetsuit and swim, and I guess you could put a tutu on or something. I mean, if, run, if you weren't but... if you weren't fussed about your if you weren't fussed about your transition yeah. times, you could put a whole outfit on afterwards <laughs> yeah, yeah. after the yeah. swim. Just um, maybe not in the extreme heat of the crawl triathlon, no. yeah. but it's a it's an it's an option. Yeah. Um, yeah. That it wasn't really a, a normal format today. Just wanted to, well, basically because I haven't been been home in I a know. while. Nice to catch just up. To, and... Just wanted to hear about your your um, cycle tour adventure yeah. and thought, why not put it on the podcast? Yeah. Cause, oh, it's been lovely to be able to chat um, about it and 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 yeah, call it as well. No, I think it's I think it's cool. It's it's cool to speak about you know guests like stories of sport and stuff you know instead of just rattling off sporting icons that everyone knows to an extent Mm. like you know like everyone knows the michael jordans and roger federer's you know like they kind of know the story of them to an extent Mm -hmm. so it's quite interesting having the more personal um so and who knows you may have inspired people to go and do their own cycle yeah, tour get so, on your bikes and go and eat pastry and drink beer yeah <laughs> exactly so with that in mind mm. um i'm going off on my own big adventure adventure yeah. soon and i'm wondering how to work it in with the podcast mm-hmm. whether I get another guest on and talk about what I've been doing in Kenya mm. or whether I just do a, another solo episode and talk about my experience there. But I think I might save it till the end of Kenya, yeah. if that makes sense, Yeah, yeah. Um, to do that. Enjoy but, your time um, there and yeah. have all those experiences and then update us all about it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am I am a little bit um a little bit well not a little bit I'm injured at the minute um, okay so yeah so having to to deal with that this is the this is the side of of sport that you don't always don't always see hear about because it it's not very um it's not very romantic or inspiring mm. but yeah something something's a bit wrong with my um my right calf at the minute and um haven't really been doing anything because I don't want to get to Kenya <laughs> with an injury. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to be active and do stuff there. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not the pretty, prettiest, prettiest side to to sport, but it's it's a very, very real reality. Yeah. You um, you were meant to do a. Was it half Ironman? Yeah, yeah. I had a half Ironman in Leeds. No, not Leeds. It was up in the Cotswolds. Um, and all right. Yeah, went up there. Um, got all registered the the night before. Um, and then came down with with a bug. Um, which was very poor timing. Um, and made the very difficult decision to not start the event the following morning um yeah I was super disappointed but equally you know because that was my going to be my a race for the season that was my big big target for the year and what I've been training towards this whole time uh you know Leeds and Croyd the triathlons I did earlier in the year were just building up to it um so yeah it was very disappointing but ultimately looking back at you know all the years I've been competing in various different sports um I count myself pretty lucky that it's you know after all my years of rowing and rugby and running and triathlons I haven't 
had an event like that until now where I've actually had to pull out because of illness mm. or injury. So, yeah, it's pretty damn lucky that I've reached that point and not, you know. Yeah, well, I only had one experience yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, what it, stuff like stuff like that happens at um at all levels i saw recently there was the european championships athletics and um i don't know if you saw but um women's 100 meters um dina asher smith Mm. got cramped yeah um in both her calves like half of you the 100 meter starts she starts like really well and you're like oh this could be good and then like 50 meters in she just sort of pulls up and just start jogging and then yeah. um yeah it's like cramp and i think she said it was something to do with um the menstrual her menstrual cycle or something she called for more research to be done into mm. it um because she's spoken with her coaches and stuff and they, they hadn't really foreseen it yeah as uh, being a potential issue so she was really surprised by it but mm. no it, it does it does happen yeah um so and like injuries and setbacks like that especially when you're like you say, it's like your A race or your your training for something and putting loads of time and effort into mm. it. Setbacks and setbacks through injuries and stuff like that can be so so sort of like quite demoralizing. Demotiv- yeah, yeah, more demoralizing, demotivating, and sort of the the the, the scale of it in the context of your head and how much training you've done it seems like gargantuan doesn't it yeah yeah. it seems like this like massive meteor just crashed into earth and like you're just like oh my goodness no like what's happening yeah yeah and then you realize oh i've had a week off running and it's probably it's probably benefiting me when it happens Um, in training yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so it's um it's and you know you you got you caught a bug you weren't able to compete in this um, half Ironman, but there'll be other half Ironmans you can do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you'll be you'll be better trained for it by then. So you know, like yeah. it swings and roundabouts. Exactly. But um, yeah. yeah, it's good to talk about the good to talk about the the negatives yeah the downsides as well as setbacks as well as in the sport trials. because they they do happen. Yeah. I've I put a picture of my Instagram of like a broken leg like two weeks into Kenya <laughs> and be like yeah. setbacks in sport yeah. guys <laughs> embrace them for the lessons they yeah, are embrace yeah. them <laughs> <laughs> oh um, no let's manifest that not to yeah happen. please yeah do you know one quick thing before okay. we stop weirdly one of the things I'm most looking forward to mm-hmm. about going to Kenya is the long haul flight from London to Dubai where I get to watch movies on the plane? Nice. I've never, never been on like a long haul no, flight. Nor like have I. So, and I'm trying to work out how many films I can fit yeah, in. Yeah, got to maximize your. So it's it's six hours. So either three two hour yeah. films, or two like three hour yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna to have to factor in like toilet, yeah. maybe a nap yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. So I might just pick two really good two-hour films, yeah. and then have like a couple hours, like because I in don't between want, them. That would be the worst. Isn't it? If you if the plane stops in Dubai, and you're like, oh, can I just have can I just have twenty more minutes? Twenty more minutes. Like, I'm Needs nearly done. Like, it's the last scene. Yeah. It's is the last scene. <laughs> Never but, know yeah, that's that's um. <laughs> I'll have to get off my phone afterwards. I've been trying to learn some Healy. Um, it's not going too well. No. Ju- no. Um, I keep getting notifications from Duolingo. Like, come back. Learn some <laughs> Healy. We miss you. And I'm there like, that. don't lose your streak. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I lost that yeah. like two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> well, you had bigger but, things to um, worry about, didn't you? Your dissertation. Bigger, bigger fish. Bigger fish to exactly. fry. Um, now they're fried though yeah. I should probably get back on the Swahili yeah. train just so that I'm not totally ignorant when I go over there yeah especially as I'm going over on my own as well yeah so exactly I can't just like stick with my people I'm there with 
I've got to be like sociable. Oh, yeah. in, 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 in Swahili. Swahili. So I don't even know what hello. In, I've forgotten what hello in Swahili is as well. This is really, really highlighting how poor my learning has been of it. Well, there you go. Um, off you go to Duolingo, and off I off I go to Duolingo, and then you can introduce the podcast in Kenya. Swahili. Oh my god! Shall I do that for the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd do it. Hopefully, no one listening knows Swahili and goes, "What the hell is all of this?" Nice. Uh, I'm just banking. I'm just banking on the fact that no one will know. No one will know, know if Swahili. I'm right or wrong, and I'm, I'm just telling them I'm right. Yeah. All right. 